Welcome back to the Echo Video Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Tapley. Joining me as always is Bart. Bart, how have you been this week? Hey, Hunter. Glad to be back as always. Um, week was was all right, you know, uh, again, and, and my co-op term, so it's going fine. But the reason I didn't get to editing is because on Monday, I'm supposed to have like a little surgery thingy, no big deal. But they put you on blood thinners, so afterwards you have to lay still oh. for like six <laughs> hours, so that you don't like leak empty like a fruit gusher. Yeah. So we got there Play the night before. <laughs> Whoa. That's a good way to get a brain hemorrhage. Oh yeah. It's uh, getting hit in the head on blood thinners. Really <laughs> <laughs> shaking in the fucking juice shake. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I was supposed to go. I went up. Sunday, got a hotel so I could be there Monday early in the morning and I had to stay mm-hmm. there the whole fucking day. It sucked. But then we got to the hospital on Monday after spending like 200 bucks on a hotel already. We waited fuck. in the waiting room for six hours almost and then they canceled Holy the appointment. Fuck. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> so my whole fuck. day, I was doing fucking nothing. I was just sitting and you couldn't eat before the operation either. So I was yeah. starving the whole day. You could only yeah. have like a dinner before. So I was fucking rude because I'm on blood thinners, can't eat. So I'm like, you know, fucking Swifty. <laughs> it's Fuck fucking, it now. yeah. So that was my mind. Yeah, that day. doesn't sound, that doesn't sound fun. No. Do you have a better week than I did? Um, so far, I mean, last week's episode, I was kind of bummed out because our guest canceled on our us. Our good friend. Our, yeah, good friend canceled on us and kind of like last minute cancellate cancellation no fucking warning doesn't even tell us anything he just leaves the group chat and it's like bro we were relying on you like we had a whole fucking show so then last week's episode motivation was at an all-time high on the cursed episode of all the episodes man that was gonna be i'm so bummed man and we'd already recorded it three times so we were hoping that the special guest would kind of you know ripen the conversation because i'm not even telling yeah. the same jokes to each other for the last three episodes yeah but alas so that did not happen the curse of the peanut butter solution strikes again but anyways yeah my week was okay just uh, just working and stuff so nothing too exciting just one dude at fucking work is being a massive pain in the ass which is really fun he's super sick and he feels the need to come right into your fucking area and cough all over you. And he was fucking hacking and coughing on me. And he's like, I have bronchitis. And I was like, you need fuck to you. step the fuck away from me right now. <laughs> like, I cannot get sick. Man. Oh, is that the guy who got you sick last week? Yeah, last week? No, last week was allergies. Oh, I see. I think it's some kind of allergy attack. I don't know. It happens like every month, one day. And I get like the stuffiest nose and then i sneeze 55 times in a minute like i said i think i said this in the last episode and then i get this awful headache and then i feel like total shit for the whole day that fucking and then sucks. it's like and then i rub my nose and then my nose is on fire because you're rubbing it with tissues all oh, fucking yeah, yeah. day i get the chafing like, oh, on your nose yeah, yeah and then your nose is fucking burning hot and then the next day your nose is still sore and it's like the weekend was ruined because I was fucking sick. I felt so fucking shitty. 
So, yeah, that was, I mean, last week I did not do much. I played uh, God of War, Ragnarok, and and Sifu. I bought Sifu mm-hmm. on the PS5 I bought, and holy fuck, Sifu is one of the hardest games I've ever played in my life. Okay. Jesus Christ, does it fucking piss me off sometimes. Is it? I don't think I've actually heard of it. Is it new? It's pretty, it's this year, yeah. It's a kung fu game. It's kind of like Sekiro. It's really, really cool, and I really like the, like, when you're doing well and performing accurately, it's really, really fun, but there's some fucking bullshit, and you can get cheesed so easy in that game, and I fucking suck dick at it, so. <laughs> a recipe for a fun time. Yeah, so I'm playing God of War. Do you get any, enjoying uh, it. do you get to beat it? I haven't beaten it yet, no, I'm, I'm. I, I'm just, I was playing Sifu a bit, so I'm hopefully going to play a bit. I'm leaving for Niagara Falls tomorrow, so I'm not going to play it much this weekend, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But I'm excited to pick it up, man. Did you get a PS5? No, I haven't found one yet. Oh, I man. did look around because I thought maybe I got lucky like you did with the God of War, but yeah. no luck. <clears throat> Dude, I, would, I'm, I might say you could get it on PS4. Oh, yeah? Like, it literally... And this is no no offense to anyone that worked on the game, but it is quite literally a re, like DLC of the first game. Like it uses a lot mm-hmm. of the same assets. It's just a different story. Like there's some like even the thing that kind of bums me out about it is a lot of the combo tree is kind of ripped from the first game. Like there's mm-hmm. a couple of new moves, but it's pretty well the same combo tree for Kratos. And I was like kind of bummed by that like i wish we kind of got a new weapon or something you just kind of have the chaos blades and the axe and this is only as far as i'm you do get to keep the blades of chaos yeah you get the blades of chaos and the axe but you don't have like which i mean it's fine but i i I, for like a triple a game that took years to develop right Mm. i feel like they could have done a bit more than just a reskin but i don't know i'm not picky i do think it's a really good game Speaking of games, I saw IGN's. I don't know if this was confirmed for Game of the Year or their predictions for Game of the Year. Oh, yeah, the nominations. Um, did they? I can't even believe that the nominations came out this early. What were your thoughts on it? The games were Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Stray, Horizon, Forbidden West, Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West, and I think that was all. I think that was all what do you think what do you think of those picks i know you haven't played many and i mean i haven't played all of them yeah um miranda played through all of stray so i sat and watched it i i liked it a lot it was really cute it was a lot of fun elden ring is tough to beat man that that game innovated on so many things and especially if you're talking about thor ragnarok reusing a lot of the assets and not really well, I don't know if they're innovating mm-hmm. in, in those, at least in gameplay regards. I think Elden Ring really pushed the envelope of what an open world game could be, and especially without any of that microtransactions, any like crazy deals. Yeah. Content, oh, sorry. You know? And sorry, Xenoblade Chronicles Three was also on that list, but I honestly, so. what about you? I got yeah, I got to give it to Elden Ring mm-hmm. too, dude. I mean, God, I mean, I wasn't disappointed. I haven't played Forbidden West, and I haven't played Stray, mm-hmm. and I have not played Xenoblade Chronicles Three. I hope to play them before the end of the year to give like my final thoughts before the game of the year gets announced. Yeah. My thing is Stray looked like and I haven't played it so this is nothing I like I can't this isn't a full accurate review but Stray kind of looked like 
just kind of like a game that kind of played itself. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't really seem like a game. Like it just seemed like you press forward and you interacted with a couple of things and you kept going forward. Like there was nothing yeah. really in like nothing like not that that's bad, but just so like game of the year. Like, come on, we got to have higher standards for the game of the year. Horizon Forbidden West. Some cute cats, though. I haven't, again, I haven't played Horizon Forbidden West either. Um, from what I heard, it's very good. My my thing is with the first game, I did enjoy it. I just thought it wasn't like a, like a perfect game. I thought it was a good budget game, the first one, but... I have no idea. I haven't played it, so when I see it go on sale, I'll definitely play this one out. God of War Ragnarok, I so far, I'm really, really enjoying it. Don't let what I said earlier kind of say anything. Right. Like, it seemed like I was talking ill of it, but I'm just kind of nitpicking at that point. But it is really good, and there are some, there is some newer stuff that gets into spoilers, mm-hmm. but I wish there was a, just a little bit more is all. That's all I'm kind of saying. I wish there was more, but again, I haven't beaten it, so my opinion could change. Okay. I do have to hand it to Elden Ring. Elden Ring was such a, a fantastic game. Like it, it was, yeah. Like it was so it was so much fun. It was challenging, and the thing I like, there was always challenge, but it, it never felt like when you died. It never felt like, like it never felt. I don't know how to say it. it never felt like you were like, oh fuck, I have to do it all over again. Like it yeah. almost felt like you were you kind of like okay, I I died. I know how I died. I can improve upon it. Like it always felt like you could always improve upon what you did. Mm-hmm. More, I mean, when I first started it, it, there was some fucking bullshit, I won't lie, especially because I didn't know that I was wearing heavy armor and fat rolling when I fought Godric, and I I managed to beat him somehow, but I just thought... I just thought my character was so shitty, I was like, god damn it, I was so angry. And then, yeah, so that was... um, I do I do really like Elden Ring though and I do think that there's really no competition. Yeah. Like it was just such a good game and it's been in development for so long and everyone like every like everybody likes it mm-hmm. like from what I've heard anyways I mean there's probably some negative reviews but from what I've heard every a lot of people really like it so yeah. Oh, do you uh, FromSoft is um trying to become its own independent company now? Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. The other thing, I mean, the year's not over. We got Pokemon coming out this Friday. Although yeah. I'm not purchasing that because I have no more money. <laughs> um, I'm not purchasing that for a bit. And then the Cal- Callisto Protocol. Oh yeah, which you is like, I am really, I am really looking forward to that. Man, it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like the predecessor of uh, Dead Space almost. Yeah, like, I, I love watching some gameplay. I love kind of survival horror. I love space themed games. And I love kind of like the, the, I love when they kind of take the capitalism of space and the commercialism and turn it serious, like fallout. Mm-hmm. And what was the one game? There was one game that did it. It was like fallout and mass effect, right? Outer worlds. Oh. No, outer, outer worlds. I like, like they, they just kind of played it like comedically, but I like when they play it seriously and have like, these fucking deep fucking scary plots where there's like a man-made virus and shit that's fucking awesome so i have high hopes for that i'm hoping i don't fucking get disappointed by it but i have some high hopes for it sheesh so that's our game of the year was there anything you would recommend that you've done in the last week or so that you'd recommend or 
I did check out, well, this is not really a recommend. well, it's kind of a recommendation. I checked out Cabinet of Curiosities, and, I mean, like, literally one episode. Um, <laughs> so far, it seems really well made. Uh, first episode starts off very strong, doesn't really stick the landing. First half is really crispy and good. Second half is, eh, uh, still well done. So, check it out. I'm excited to watch more. Off to a good start. That's good. Yeah, I wanted to check that out. I'm I'm a big fan of Guillermo del Toro, mm. but I don't know. Netflix is charging extra for accounts, so yeah, I've canceled my Netflix. Oh yeah, now <clears throat> yeah. So hopefully, I mean, my girlfriend has Netflix, so I'll just mooch off of her. <laughs> I'm still her bumming house. off my, my parents too. No shame. Yeah, I'll mooch off of uh, I'll mooch off my girlfriend. Although she's not a big horror fan, so. I'm not sure if I'll ever get to see it, but who knows. Um, What I would recommend, I finally finished my book. I think I mentioned it in a previous episode, The Southern Book Club's Guide to Vampire Slaying. Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was a very good read. Um, It was kind it's a vampire book, but it's a little I when I I kinda held off reading this book. I bought it around when it came out in twenty twenty. But I've held off reading it just for so long because I just every time I looked at it, I was just like, "Is this going to be a fucking boring ass vampire book?" Mm-hmm. But they, uh, the Grady Hendrix, really changed the genre, and it was it was fairly interesting. I actually really enjoyed it. It is a bit long, like I think it's like four hundred pages. I feel like a somewhat like I feel like you could get rid of a hundred of those pages. Oh yeah, because <laughs> there is it is a bit bloated, especially in the beginning. I really really love the middle half. The ending was a little sloppy, but I still enjoyed it. I, I do recommend the book, and I'm actually excited. I think they've announced a miniseries for it. Oh, really? So hopefully, it's really fucking early in development, though, so hopefully that is good. Uh, Amaz- I think it's Amazon. Amazon already fucked up one of these adaptations. but <laughs> see if they do it again. Hopefully they save it on the second hopefully. one, and I think it would be. I think it would be good, so. That's what I've been up to. Um, well, oh the other, oh sorry, the other movie I meant to mention this last week. I just we we I mean just kind of forgot about it last week, but I wanted to recommend Nope, Jordan Peele's Nope. I oh, watched yeah. that. I really enjoyed it. I'll I don't know if you've seen it yet, but I'll avoid some spoilers. Really fun, ton of anime references. I noticed like mm. there's like an like, there's a one for one Akira shot. Oh yeah, the motorcycle. Yeah, and then there's something, I don't know how far you know, I don't want to spoil it, but there's definitely a creature from Evangelion, which I thought was kind of cool. I don't know if it was a nod or not, it looked fucking pretty close, so, and I mean, if they went as far as to take the shot from Akira, I'd imagine he took some Evangelion inspiration, Mm -hmm. so, it was a good movie, I I was really, I was really impressed by it, and really, Uh, I, I I actually really enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Did you get to watch it in theaters or uh, Blu-ray? Out? No, I just I just bought the Blu-ray. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, I'll have to pick it up then. Right on. It came out, yeah. So that was good. Anyways, without any, do you have anything else? Sorry, no. It sounded like you no, did, no, 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 but... nothing. I'm I'm here for the movie. All right. So. Sounds good. Just yeah. So without further ado, as as hinted at last week, we're talking about. The 1977 film Orca, which is directed by Michael Anderson mm-hmm. and is came out, what, two years after Jaws and is regarded as the Jaws ripoff. 
And I have to say, this is a criminally underrated film, yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> if you go, if you look up Orca 1977, you will be greeted with a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. I was confused about that. That's not bad. I was expecting it to be like Grizzly, yeah. the movie Grizzly. I thought it was going to be fucking like really fucking cheesy, really B-movie, just really B-movie. boring, but it really wasn't. It was, I got to say right off the bat, um, what's his name? Richard Harris yeah. was fucking on, he did a great performance. Oh, Captain Nolan. Yeah, he did actually. Yeah, well. Captain Nolan, Richard Harris. Everyone did a pretty good job in acting, like all the characters. Like, yeah. But it's mainly just Richard Harris, and he fucking killed it. I thought he did a great job. Yeah. Did you know that? And uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> Richard Harris. I, I think I. Go ahead. Oh yeah, go no, go ahead. Sorry, well, yeah, I think I know what you're gonna say. Probably but... the same thing. He was drunk on set most of the time, right? Talking... Yeah, yeah, because his fucking wife yeah. was cheating on him, <laughs> and he was gonna go her. back. Yeah, he was gonna go back to kill her, and then the director, the writer. They got in a fucking brawl, and then he yeah he coped with it by drinking lots on the set. Well, there you go. He did, he did all of his own stunts on the film, which almost resulted in his death Jeez. a couple times. The original and, Tom Cruise. Yeah, and so basically, I guess, so this okay. Sorry, where do we start by doing the plot crunch? I think we should. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I, yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to think how we should. I'm just trying to think where to start. So basically, this is less... I don't think... I wouldn't consider this a Jaws movie, only on the fact that... A, like, when I hear Jaws, I think of, like, Animal Attack, where the the animal has gone wild and is attacking, like, on, like, just out of animal instinct. Mm-hmm. This is more of a revenge movie, I found. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, we're taught we're taught that orca whales are like superior and really really intelligent and in the film's words not not mine the film's words that the fact that we speak english language it means we're retarded to them that's from the movie itself (laughs) which fucking made me laugh really hard and basically this though the whaling man richard harris decides he's going to uh kid take a whale to an aquarium and sell it for a huge portion he's going to take a male whale Mm -hmm. and while he's hunting the male whale he misses the male hits the female the 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 male's wife and they like the whale immediately starts to try to kill itself this was one of the most flabbergasted i've ever been during a movie i thought i was in for like a nice like pg free willy this whole like 15 minute sequence (laughs) oh dude it was and it's there was so wild. much screaming, scary. a consistent theme throughout this movie is that the orcas are always whining and they're supposed to sound as human or as like, human, like a whining yeah. dog. Something really sad. And it plays for like most of the movie anytime the orcas are in sight. It's so upsetting. So they, so they fucking hit the, hit the female whale. The female whale freaks out and starts trying to kill itself. Not sure why. Then basically, by sliding they, into the rotor of the boat. Yeah, by driving into the motor. Anyways, they turn the motor off. They hook the whale up, and they string it up on deck. And then it gives it miscarries, and the unborn calf. It looks it looks kind of kind of stupid, but it falls out on deck. And I was like, "Holy that, shit! What the fuck?" That was exactly and they, my reaction too. They hose it off the fucking boat deck. I was like, "Jesus Christ!" And then the male, like a shit stain. They literally just. Wash it yeah, out. and then they fucking 
they basically decide that we got to throw this fucking whale over the edge like it's dead. There's no point in taking it back. So they cut it loose and the male gets fucking pissed and then basically goes on this revenge spree against the uh, the captain, Richard Harris, mm-hmm. and kind of the whole crew. But I would say it's mainly directed at Richard Harris. Yeah. And then the whale just kind of starts fucking with him and and like they chases away all the um it chases away all the fish in the harbor it starts sinking everyone else's boats but his just trying to lure him. acts of terrorism on the town yeah i love when he hits the, the axe. fucking pipeline the whole town is engulfed <laughs> yeah. in flames like no one's it blows up it blows up like a gas station or something the whole town is gone fucking insane oh man um so and then yeah so then just this whole revenge story and the man's kind of kind of like moby dick he's got to go hunt the whale yeah, and finish it once and for all and my fa- I, I gotta say there is it's not a perfect movie but it's not a, it's not an awful movie the only reason i say it's not a perfect movie i think when the whale starts committing acts of terrorism by blowing up the fucking gas station or the gas i thought that was kind of silly yeah like I was like, there's no way the fucking whale would know to do this, but that part was kind of goofy. But I thought everything else, like I thought, I thought there was some other parts where the movie kind of dragged, like yeah. especially the subplot with the, uh, with what was her name, the female oh, character there, uh, Rachel Bedford, played by Charlotte Rampling. Oh, yeah. oh, that's Charlotte Rampling. Oh, she's great. I've seen her in, like I movies thought, when she was older, yeah. when she was like eighty. <laughs> She's a good actress. I just thought that her kind of her kind of being like the subplot in the movie I thought was kind of goofy. Like I don't really think we needed her. No. She just kind of explained the whale. She was yeah, she was like the the stock scientist character who explained it. Yeah. They, like not even like a romantic plot was involved or anything. She was just kind of there. Yeah. And then very much forgotten though, literally mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. But we'll get to it. And and then the other part I thought where it dragged was it seems like we're going to the climax of the film, but then the whale starts like literally using its tail to beckon it to follow. Mm-hmm. And then they follow the whale for like 25 minutes. And you're like, okay, this is, yeah, we're getting, we're, they, they follow them to the Arctic or something. There's a lot of that stock footage that, of orcas just jumping, swimming, yeah. or, or even the orcas, like the, the rubber orcas, the props going through the, the sea to lead them yeah, to the, that kind of like when they were traveling to the arctic i thought that dragged on just a bit i thought maybe they could have just been in the arctic like but hmm. no i think i think there was some parts that feel a little bit stretched out but i mean honestly it's not a long film hour and 30 minutes mm-hmm. perfect length of a movie in my opinion um, the score by Ennio Morricone. That was a surprise. Guy that did that, I did not know. I <laughs> I looked at the credits and I was like, "What in the fuck?" How um, did he? That's. I mean, the score is really good. Because this I came really out after it. the whole Fistful trilogy, right? Yeah. yeah, a while. What a what a career change. I think this is a Italian produced film. Oh, that might yeah. Yeah, and he's an uh, Italian composer, so. Honestly, that moment when um, the male orca is bringing the female, like the mate's body back, there's like this little like three minute sequence, and it's got the really nice music yeah. playing. It's actually really yeah. nice emotion. That was really well done. 
Yep. And I like, you know what I really like? I like that we got to actually see the whale a lot more. Like, I know Jaws is more suspenseful and, yeah. and they kind of hide them in, in the shadows a lot. And that totally works for the movie. I'm not dissing them for not using it, but we get a lot of shots of the orca. Like, you definitely see it, which is a lot more different than like what you like, like from Jaws, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was kind of like it kind of already set the tone by showing you the orca as much as they did. Mm-hmm. like they kind of immediately say this isn't a suspenseful movie you're not going to be like hiding from the shark the whole time like this this thing's fucking here and it's going to be around for a long time uh, that's what i kind of liked just speaking of the shark this movie has the greatest introduction to morka i've ever seen in my entire life yeah that was fuck you perfection so we, well, we got to describe it we're not watching yeah, 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 yeah. okay that's right. <laughs> so set the screen there's a scuba diver doing some stuff, doing some marine biology as they do. Um, and then we're met with like the big great white shark who's coming towards him. And you're like, oh shit, you know, it's like it starts to jump. Which also, dude, they sh- like they, they show the landscape outside and it's like fucking cold, like Newfoundland oh. on fucking Canada waters. Like there's no way a fucking great white shark lives out here. Yeah. And then they cut and you see like these lovely blue green warmly colored oceans and then there's no yeah it's like there's no fucking way a shark is in these waters but anyways moving that aside we see the fucking scary shark i think yeah we see the scary shark he's fast approaching the scuba divers trying to hide in the reeves and then we hear that like that orca squeal that that sonic wave and then the orca comes and fucking rams the shark that it launches out of the air and fucking splashes back into the ocean and then the orca goes after it again and just completely shreds it apart and it is absolutely mar- marvelous what did you think of that honor was it yeah no i thought it was kind of funny that they start off and they're like this is the most ferocious killer the great white like almost definitely pointing fun at jaws yeah. like like this is jaws but we have this the more vicious killer kind of deal yeah they, they won up to I thought that you always was... got you also get that seaweed shot of like the you know that was made in jaws going through the yeah. Yeah. first person view i thought that was a pretty i thought that was Fun pretty funny yeah and then we cut to and then um so then basically the other cool thing I liked about this movie was the comparison between Richard Harris's character and the orca itself. Mm-hmm. Like it was a lot of like, I think Richard Harris's family was killed by a drunk driver. His pregnant wife was killed by a, a drunk driver. And obviously the whale's uh, wife was killed by him. Mm-hmm. And he was drunk on set the whole time. But that wasn't part Tom of the Bob character. Nick, he, but... he killed someone on set. He was Alec Baldwin someone. Yikes. <laughs> Fucking Alec Baldwin got away with murder, and then he posted about it. He posted the her photo, the yeah. DOP's photo. It's like, bruh, oof, not the right play. Is that allegedly? I don't know. Should we say allegedly? Okay, allegedly, <laughs> he shot somebody. So we don't get fucking so. defamation charges up our ass. Right? Yeah, we don't need that. Um, he was like, they were literally like, Mr. Baldwin, can we get another take? And then that was his response. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Very important little word. Yes, very important word. Um, No, I I really like the comparison between the orca and and Richard Harris, and I thought that was really neat how they were kind of similar. 
and I really liked I like the special effects were really well. I honestly yeah. thought they were fucking. I when they ha- held that whale up in the sh- in on the crane, I was like, holy fuck, is that a real whale? Like it's kind of twitching. Yeah, you're not the only one. Ever, Apparently, when I, they were driving in the props. There were uh, like protests and rallies on the roads and on the sets because they thought they were using real orcas. But they were, which is just yeah, which props. is fucking crazy. crazy fucking crazy they thought it was a real ass whale man there was some yeah i honestly thought i I had to google that and i was like they're using rubber whales but they're good props and they use the props well there's a lot more orca blood and gore in this than i would have liked i won't lie yeah (laughs) yeah and then you got that you can definitely tell they're using a trained orca in some scenes Mm -hmm. like you see like the shots on the ocean where it's definitely like nature stock footage because the fins all upright and then you cut to the one that's been in captivity with its big stupid fins all (laughs) floppy all over and you're like oh well that one's been (laughs) fucking beaten like that one's been forced into the role have you seen that movie blackfish the documentary i haven't seen it in full but like enough parts to get a good idea yeah, that's, that's, that's a, fucking, a, that's a good watch. that's a good documentary that's like it's fucking scary like yeah. i remember the one part i remember from that movie is the one trainer's in the pool with the whale and the whale's like grabbing his leg and like pulling him under and then letting him go and then the diver's like doesn't know what to do because like no one can get in the pool with him yeah. and he's just like hyperventilating and like petting the whale and he just basically knows that this whale is either going to like let him go or kill him. So he's just sitting there bracing for another time the whale pulls him under. Oh, and he's slowly shit. kidding towards the edge of the pool to kind of escape. And as soon as he gets, there's like the net that blocks off the shallow zones. So the whales don't go up. As soon as he gets to the net, he fucking dives over. And you watch the footage of him swimming. He's fucking gone. He's fucking swimming like a motherfucker, oh, man. It was shit. scary. That's it's a good movie. Man. It's a good it's a good movie but i think it's like ironically um, i don't know if are orcas even allowed to be cap, kept in captivity i don't think they like they're allowed to keep them anymore like i know there's a couple left in captivity yeah. but i think those are like once those die yeah, there's no more like legally yeah. anyways ironically the, the wheels that they did use in the movie were trained at marine land so Oops. yeah but that's i think it's six flags but there is one i think yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. Six Flags, like not Marine Land Canada. <laughs> I don't think. No, hold on, what the fuck am I thinking? Is Marine Land Canadian? Yeah, there's Marine Land Niagara Falls, but then I think there's Marine Land Six Flags. Oh, dude, I thought Marine I thought... Land was like the whole chain. I thought they were. Like, I could be wrong. Problem. I could oh, be I wrong. No I've never been. I have no idea either. <laughs> but I know that Marine Land has one of the last orcas in captivity. Oh, wow. And from what I've seen, it just swims back and forth forever. It's waiting to die. <laughs> Which is fucking heartbreaking. Little fish bowl. That is so sad. Because, yeah, like the movie describes, they're like some of the most intelligent animals on the planet. And that, that big, stupid, floppy ass fin <sighs> because they've been beaten to death. Oh, man. Can't even get us to be more guys. That's tough, man all that knowledge it is pretty it is pretty scary like pretty sad yeah the whole fucking mer- the whole fucking sea world bullshit oh yeah oh man i think i think i think fucking marine land is so boring like i remember this is more of a canadian thing i guess but mm. i remember 
um the the the, the debate if the skyscreamer was taller than the drop tower uh, mm-hmm. in Canada's Wonderland, and I remember our 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 buddy was like, "Oh, the skyscreamer's the tallest in the world," and blah blah blah, and he's freaking out and he's all angry whenever you say it's in Canada's Wonderland, and then you go to fight, you look at the footage, and the drop tower, the skyscreamer's just on a giant hill, <laughs> like to look taller. And it's just like, oh, yeah. well, that's fucking lame. That's cheating. Mm-hmm. It takes the fun out of it. it. Takes the whole oomph out of it for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> All right, what else you got about the Orca movie? There? Oh, what did you think about the ending? The unconditional. Yeah, the Warrior ending. Dies. I thought he died a little stupid. Yeah, like he got launched. Stupid. Like, it looked like he was going to get eaten or torn to shreds, but instead he gets thrown by his tail yeah. into the iceberg. And then I guess the iceberg, like, the landing on the iceberg kills him, which is fine. I just thought, like, oh, I thought he, the whale was going to tear him to shreds. Yeah, but... if anybody was going to be torn apart, it would have been him. But... I thought it was, uh, I thought, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. And then I like the yeah, and then the uh, scientist or the marine biologist gets away. The helicopter shows up, but yeah, just at the last second, I thought for a second that the orca was also just going to eat her, and they were just going to call it a day. That would been kind of funny, like kill I thought, mate, dude. You know? I, yeah, I thought for one second, I thought for sure that just everyone was going to die, especially the uh, the Native American character there. What was I can't remember his name. Um. Yeah, but he, I thought he was going to die for sure, but, well, I, I unexpectedly, Umalak. he, Umalak, yeah, he, he died unexpectedly, he got crushed by fucking ice. Yeah, that was and unfortunate. Then, I love that the orcas, like, pushing an iceberg into their boat to try to sink it, I would presume, when previously the orcas just rammed its face into all the other boats and sank them. Yeah, and he had the strategy of drowning him, the orca. But they can stay underwater for like a few hours, I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. And you can break through the ice pretty easily as it showed, so unfortunate. Yeah. Unfortunate. <laughs> that happens to the best of us. So don't go mass murdering orca families. Exactly. Don't fucking murder Don't don't be a con and kill orcas. So what were your final thoughts on Orca? Ooh. Better yet. You like Jaws or Orca better? If they hadn't come Obvious. out, well, fucking obviously Jaws, man. <laughs> Fine. There's no debate. Jaws is obviously better, but Orca is better than nine percent. I actually had a very fun time. No, I think Orca should. De- Orca definitely is not a nine percent, no. which is why you shouldn't listen to the critics. Ever again. Which is uh, what we've talked about previously, but <clears throat> no, I agree. Orca is not a fucking. This is not a worse movie than Batman and Robin. <laughs> That's a that's a tough one. But, yeah, I, I I would say this is good. This is like a good cult kind of revenge movie. Better than I expected, and, honestly. Especially with again, uh, the the actual kills and whatnot and the animals. Better oh, than expected. Yeah. Better than expected, dude. I thought I for sure thought this was gonna be like Grizzly. Like Grizzly's a fucking B movie. Mm. Grizzly's good and it's fun, but it's like a fucking B movie. This I would this wouldn't I don't really wouldn't consider this a B movie. This is kind of like a good ass movie, man. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. The score is really awesome. And I liked all the shots of the whales. Like, I thought they used, like, I, I my one of my biggest things is, like, I hate when you don't get to see the fucking animals. And when you do, they look like shit. But I really liked that you got to see the whales as much as you did. I honestly thought that was cool. Yeah. Bow show kind of clamped up the runtime a little bit, but it was good. Yeah, a little long at times, but I thought it was... I thought it was decent. It was fun. I had a good time with it. Infinitely better than I expected, honestly. Mm-hmm. I would rewatch it. So hopefully next week I'll have some more stories from Niagara Falls if I don't die. If you don't die. I think it's going to I think it's going to snow like 20 centimeters here on Friday. Holy shit. Dude, it's been so yeah. cool. It was 22 degrees here in Waterloo two weeks ago. Man. Two weeks oh. ago, Saturday, I was sitting on the balcony, had my shirt off. I was suntanning. And now Holy here we are. fuck. And now, yeah, we're fucking, you know what, usually, usually how this trend goes is you get a week of cool weather and then you're like, oh man, winter's finally here. And then next week is like fucking 31 (laughs) and you're like, oh, I guess it's fucking not here. We will not have a super fucking hot. Do you think we'll have a white Christmas? I got to hold out hope. I I always hold out hope that this is going to be a white Christmas, dude. I don't know why, but that fucking bothers me so much when when it's warm in the winter. It's fucking depressing. Man. And it's like raining. I fucking get so angry when that ha- when I wake up and it's raining and I just go, I want to commit an act of violence when that <laughs> happens. Oh. Dude, it fucking pisses me off so Everything much. Everything gets but... icy as a motherfucker, man. Especially when the ice yeah. gets on the wooden steps or something. <laughs> Dude, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to go sledding this year, though. I really want to go back to the fucking ski hill. That's a ton of fun. Hell yeah! Did you ever go? We never no, did we, toboggan we'd always the, down to the go. ski hill. Most we've toboggan. Maybe this winter. Well, fucking our one buddy's setting up something in for, for oh, Huntsville. Yeah. Hey, if you, if you do end up coming down, man, we should go fucking tobogganing on the ski hill. Let's That'd be so that. much fun. Oh man, I've been there in a minute. It's been a while. Yeah. Since camping. Since camping since anything, I gotta go back into the woods. Be a woodsmith once again. We can go back to the fucking to camping, man. Survive. And hopefully, naked and afraid. I've realized that a lot of a lot of uh, people from my past have been really unreliable with stuff. Camping, podcasting. Mm. Not ca- well. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> you know. But yeah. It's been a fucking pain in the ass, but next week, what are we talking about next week? I think next week, do you have a movie lined up? Cause I got, I got, I have, we have I have one list, we can yeah. do. It's on the- we do have the list, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to cut eyes of fire for now. Oh, okay. We'll do eyes of fire next year in like January or something. We'll do like a whole folk, like a whole folk horror month. Cause that's a folk horror That'd movie. We'll do like folk folk horror February or something, and we'll do all folk horror. We can do the microwave massacre. That's what I was thinking. Get back on microwave massacre. Is it rated R or anything? Because we've we've been on the PG trend. This is I'm almost certain. This is R. Okay. What you should do for microwave massacre though is watch the classic Rankin Bass uh, Frosty the Snowman, and then watch Microwave Massacre. Oh, okay. Back to back, yeah. Back to back, do that. Is it like an anthology? There's... You know what, I'm just going to dive into it. Yeah, well, Rankin Bass is the is the animated Frosty the Snowman one. Oh. Like, it's not like a scary one. Watch that one. 
and don't look anything up because you'll ruin the surprise. But watch Frosty the Snowman first. I don't like then watch microwave surprise. It's always then watch offside shit. Then watch microwave massacre. I'm almost guaranteeing you'll notice this one. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm here for it. And then microwave massacre. And then I think do we have? Is this the last? This isn't the so microwave massacre isn't the last film in November. We have two more after this. Um, so next week would be Microwave Massacre. Yeah, okay. And then, <clears throat> no, Microwave Massacre would be the 24th of November. Yeah, and then 1st of December. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. December 1st, we have, yeah, so December 1st, we have the movie picked out, which is a surprise. Heck yeah. But it's a special day for everyone. It's going to be a, a one. And we're going to celebrate it. And then, any, and then anyways, after that, we'll have a, uh, Anyways, we'll fucking we'll figure that whole shit out. We shouldn't be discussing this on the <laughs> fucking podcast. Anyways, fucking teams meeting. Any, any, yeah. So we'll. I mean, I, I think we're we're gonna end it there. Next week, we're doing Microwave Massacre, nineteen eighty three. Let's do it. Watch Frosty the Snowman before you watch Set it. The moon. And then, yeah, we'll we'll thank you all for listening. Listen to us on Spotify, anywhere else you get your podcasts. Spotify, Samsung, Amazon. Um, I think that's kind of the main guys. Cool Listen to movie. us there. Fucking like and share us. Subscribe, all that nonsense. I gotta start saying that. Hopefully that helps <laughs> with something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, get a little spark. Anyways, th- thank you all for listening. We'll thank see you, you next week. All right, that's gonna do it. I gotta fucking take. <laughs>